tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz that is you gonna do it? You Come on, Dad. Turn up. Turn up. Sing it. You feel like AC. It feel like Atlanta. It feel like New England. It feel like Seattle. That's right. Well, it's not here. Yet. We know who's going to we the do. Super Bowl, though. We do. <laughs> Whether we like it or not, the two teams have been. Yes. Welcome back to another week of playoff edition Monday Night Football. I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. Look who's back next to me. Daddy is Massey in the house. Yeah. And never quiet like a mouse. And I'm Kevin John. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a bad ride. That was actually a good one. Yeah, you like I that? actually like that, that, that one. Cute, but that that is, and I'm is, Steph Z. Yes. That yeah. is... Yes. is <laughs> Kind of quiet like a mouse sometimes. Never quiet like a mouse. Never quiet like a mouse. Not small like one either. Especially when he has a jaw. That's true. That's true. Nothing. Anyways. Yes. So we had Green Bay and Seattle and New England and Indianapolis. And Wow. Wow. You couldn't have picked two different games. I mean, it was just like from one spectrum to the next Polar in terms opposite. of how the games actually went down. Absolutely. And which was I thought was interesting was everyone said, at least at NFL Network, everyone was saying, oh, the only team that really has a chance of winning on the road is the Colts. The Green Bay has no chance. And it was like the complete opposite. Green yeah. Bay should have yeah. won that game. They yeah. really should have. But you got to keep it real. Andrew Luck, he's pulled some comebacks out of his rear. So I you can... Mean, a- Wait, Andrew Luck? Yeah, well, as far as the the Colts, uh, the Colts Patriots game, some oh, of them oh, said oh, oh. they would be more likely to win on the road. I mean, Andrew Luck has pulled off some incredible comebacks on the road. Yeah, so right. that's why I'd understand that. And they, the Colts have been playing well their last two exactly. games, uh, the wild card right. and the divisional this round. This is clutch time, this baby. Yeah. Tom Brady six yeah. times going. He's just that's his experience. Him. You're not going to beat this dude uh, in that in that in that situation. It's not going to happen. Smoking Legarrette's blunts. Watch out, man. Right. <laughs> Smoking LeGarrette Blunt. He was. It's crazy. Like the last time they played in the AFC, I think it was. That sounded like champ- a product placement. Yeah, it did. It Steelers did. are pissed. Who got the last laugh? Pittsburgh. I know, right? Who got the last laugh? LeGarrette's going to the Super Bowl, and guess who ain't? But Steel it was town. The last time that LeGarrette <laughs> faced um, the Colts, he had like three touchdowns in the game too, or something crazy like that. That dude yeah. balled out. What do you have? Like 157 yards or something four like touchdowns. that? Three. Yeah. Was it three or four? Three, um, three touchdowns. All right, well, anyway, we're he balled. We're, like, we're gonna look it up. Yeah, he had like thirty carries, but he, he balled out. Yeah, for yeah. a conference championship game to do like to, to just perform like that at that he level. He had three touchdowns. He yeah, had three, three touchdowns. touchdowns yeah. One hundred forty-eight yards. That's balling on any level: high school, college, pro. He three. said high school. High school, three touchdowns is good. Hey, that's I'm balling at the Pop Warner level. Yeah. Middle yeah. school, you balling. And he does that on conference, NFL conference. No, no. Powder two, hand, two hand touch and flag. No, you had to score like six touchdowns to be tight. Flag. <laughs> but NFL conference championship, three touchdowns. He balled out. Yeah. He did. Ball he balled up. out. And you know, I, I was, and he and he was and you could tell he was he was he was running with purpose. This guy. Yeah. He had, he had something a, to prove. He's a big dude who has great feet, good vision. And he's not afraid to put his shoulder down and make contact with somebody. On the opposite end, you got Marshawn Lynch, who is like running the city. These guys are like throwback runners, and it's so good to watch this like throwback style of running. They're really like I, Smash Mouth type of guys. Yeah. I agree. The funny thing, though, I would say the difference between the both of them, uh, Laguerre is a little more patient, I think, with finding the hose, whereas Marshawn just freaking. 
pounds the damn hole. Yeah, like, he'll just bounce off people exactly. and spin he'll around. Bounce around. And, just, and then grab his crotch before going in the end zone. Yeah. He's amazing. I think know. the reason that is because it seems as if Legarrette might have another gear that Marshawn doesn't have. Ooh. But Marshawn is a little more physical than Legarrette. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and that's because he, Yeah, and probably because so, yeah. he has to be because Beast of mode. the speed is, as yeah. well. You know, Legarrette has that long stride. So when he actually breaks a tackle or straight arm someone, he can actually gain that separation and just kind of take off Keep and going. get away. Yeah. yeah, breakaway speed. Right. Yeah. Let's let's start off with Beast Mode's team. Beast Mode. And talk Does about... Does he a little southern accent? No, that's how, he, that's how he says it. He's like, Beast Mode. Oh, that's how Marshawn says it? Beast Mode. Beast Mode. He's, from, he's from the I Bay Area. Does he close his I didn't know Marshawn. Yeah. Can you I do it one more time? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't oh, work oh, well. She got in character. <laughs> Beast Mode. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to see that loop base mode. I don't know if I'm more shocked by her impersonation of it or the shock that Marshawn actually talks. I know, right? That's uh, he's been playing the game. They've been giving him props. Yeah, the game. The last interviews that he had, he was saying like, "I'm thankful." Yeah, Yeah. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. (laughs) They're like, "So, Marshawn, tell us about your charity that you have coming." I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. So, what was your objective coming into this game? I'm thankful. I mean. I'm just speaking as like a, a reporter's point of view. That's that's very frustrating because oh, yeah. you are an athlete. Part of being an athlete is you have to talk to the media. You don't have to give these long, elaborate answers, but at least say something. Or okay. at least he could have said something to answer those questions right. in a blanket a short, way, rather exactly. than being so blatantly yeah. disrespectful and like he's not even listening to what they're right. saying. Exactly. You know, he could have been like, "I'm thankful. How's the charity thing going? Well." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he could have said that blanket exactly. answer. D- For example, verbiage like Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick won't elaborate. He'll just give short, quick answers. Yeah, but at yeah. least he answers the question. Right. You well, know what kind I mean? of in like Whereas, a douchey way too. Yeah. Well, great coach. He come on. He has an attitude in his his interviews. He's not the most likable coach there is. But still, at the end of the day, he answers the question. And I think with Marshawn, I think it's just kind of disrespectful if you yeah. ask me. I'd like, yeah. you know, these are reporters. Their jobs are to interview you. Your job as an athlete, like you said, is it comes with the territory. You have yeah. to be, and I just think it's really disrespectful and I think it also just puts a, a, a bad taste out there for kids that watch and look up to him. He's just showing such arrogance and such, you know, I don't care, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't agree with any of that. <laughs> of course he doesn't. I don't. I mean, Can you be a mouse right now? I mean, listen, no, I'm not going to be a mouse. I'm going to, no, I'm going to speak up for Marshawn. I think Marshawn is Marshawn. Everybody has different personality traits and he's not the most verbose or Talkative person, but obviously. That goes on, still, no, no, no. That is, you can Listen. still be an introvert and not verbal and answer a, a question with a few words. You don't have Listen, to be. At the end of the day, this guy has a way of handling certain situations that's comfortable for him. That's out of his zone. He gets paid to play football. I understand there's a media clause and blah, blah, blah. You have to talk to the media, whatever. But that's the minority part of your job. At the end of the day, nobody's complaining. What, yeah, what do you mean about Marshawn? That doesn't, yeah, because yeah, he's performing. No, he's, he's getting fined a lot, actually. Yeah. Okay. That, that has nothing okay. to do with the fact that it's disrespectful to the people that report on him to get the fans to do like, Yeah, think about the fans. It has nothing to do with what we're saying. It's yeah. like little kids looking up to him completely disregarding what the reporters and people are asking him. Exactly. It's kind of unnecessary. It's well, it's just, been, this has been kind of a tug of war for a while now. So it's like, who's going to win this battle? Is he going to give in and just... Do what but it's they a want, or is it kind of, exactly. he should have just done it from the beginning, it, it, and then the focus would be on his football, like what he's getting paid to do, rather yeah. than wasting energy on something that has it's that just, he's just being an idiot. That's real thing. He's not wasting any energy. <laughs> oh. He is. He wastes more energy to be a douche and deflect that stuff rather now, than see, just going are, with is, it. Are you think? He, do you think he's being a douche? I think so. He's being disrespectful. Absolutely. Yeah. So you yeah, think because he's not answering the questions that he's not? He's no, not getting... I don't think he needs to answer the questions. I think he needs to acknowledge there's a way to not answer questions. Yeah, okay. like there's a way to be interviewed and not give any information exactly. and not answer questions. But still, there's also a way of disrespecting and disregarding yeah. what you're being asked in something that you're getting paid to do. Okay. There's well, two different things. I can also attest to this. There's things that go on behind the scenes that we don't see as well. Of course, but well, that happens anything, to every the player. We do see. That's every player. And We're not talking about every player. We're talking about Marshawn Lynch. Exactly, and I'm saying if every player has to deal with things behind the scenes but yet they still answer everybody questions why can't Marshawn everybody handles things differently I think that doesn't mean his, t- his way is the wrong way it's Maybe just how he's, he's handling it 
Oh, I think he's definitely, he's blacking, definitely out. blacking out. Definitely. He might be a little too black <laughs> if there is such a thing. I don't know. Well, uh, I'll show you too black, speaking, No, speaking of that, let's let's wow. happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yes. I yes. really I don't know if anyone's seen it. I really want to see Selma. I've yeah, heard it's really good. Marissa says it's good. Yeah, I've only yeah. heard amazing, amazing things yeah. about it from fans and critics. It was so great. Um, it didn't get any nominations. That's yeah, so great. No, it, got, it's it, it got it got best picture, which is yeah. a huge category, and it got best original song. Yeah, but song. it got snubbed. Okay, I was just on testing you. for best director. I was just testing you to see if you were yeah. black enough tonight, Kevin. That's what I was just uh-huh. testing to see if you were. You were of there. course, man. But I follow that. Today, okay. I, I looked up, um, you know, some quotes, unknown quotes of Martin Luther King Jr. and it's just, you know, he was such a. a just knowledgeable, intelligent, yeah. beyond his years type of guy. You know what I mean? The things that he was preaching at that time, nobody even, most most people didn't listen to him, thought, you know, what is this guy talking about? And you look back on it now and it's it applies to anybody's life. You know, the things that he has to say had or had to say were, you know, just mainly equality, equality for everyone, which who wouldn't, who wouldn't think that that's right? Do you mind, Tina, if I just share my favorite MLK quote? No, it's very ahead. short. It is. Faith is taking the first step even when you can't see the staircase. And I think that's something that is applicable to pretty much any walk of life. You know, it's, I love your smile you're giving me right now. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, it's applicable to sports, too, because Boom. if you have, if you have, don't have faith in your team, you don't have faith in your coach, you know, you have no your idea skills, what the outcome of you, the game is going yeah. to be. But if you have no faith and you're afraid to take that first step, mm-hmm. you guys are not going to win. Exactly. Exactly. So, and he now, defied the odds. Now let me ask you guys. And it was guys. a timeless. It was a timeless message. Yes. Yeah. 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 If you if, like, if you listen to that, I have a dream speech and go back, and I know this because I had to do it for classes all last week. A lot of stuff that he says in there in there is so timeless and can apply even till today, the world that we live in now. Um, and you know, it's just so profound. Every stanza, every word in there. There's so stanza. much substance and depth <laughs> to. Yeah, so it's just it's it's spoken incredible. Like, spoken like a true teacher, right? Every stanza. Yeah, <laughs> I use slang in classes as well. You know, I, I use know. words sure. that I would probably... love to sit into your class. I know, me too. Oh Tomorrow, Culver City oh, Middle School. See you guys there. Wait, really, Mr. Peters? That's really close to me. Can I go to the bathroom? Oh, oh yeah, that's right down the street from NFL Network. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's oh right gosh. off. Of, anyways, I'm like saying going. where I work. You should set up a field trip. I know we should. We could be guest speakers. That's a really good idea. Let me talk to... See, this is why I'm the smart one, see? He just thought this a long subject. time. We're off subject. We're off subject. Yeah, let's jump We're back off. on the rails. Back on the rails. Speaking <laughs> of faith, having faith in someone, a.k.a. your quarterback, let's talk about the evolution of Russell Wilson from the first half to the second half. Oof. And what... What did you... I mean, I'll tell you what I thought of the first half. I was just blown away at how bad he played. Granted, a couple of those interceptions were tips and, yeah. you know, caught off. They weren't blatant interceptions, but still. They... His his stats, I should have wrote them down. My dad and I were watching were like, oh my it god. It was like two for 19 and like, <laughs> like 70... Three interceptions. Or maybe not even 70. He, did, he had like... 50 Just, yards, no, three Yeah, it was so <laughs> yeah. bad. And then but my dad... But mode helped make up for that. Yeah, and then my dad goes, well, just wait till the second half. It's going to be the Russell Wilson show. And, of course, my mom was upset because she wanted the Packers. And she's like, you always jinx it. You give out the bad juju because look what happened. The Russell Wilson show showed up and... You know, just turned it around. But so, give me your guys' perspectives on the transformation there from first half to the second half. I'll say this, and you know, this is nothing. This is to take nothing away from Russell Wilson. Obviously, he's one of the brightest young quarterbacks. You know, you know, along with Andrew Luck in the league. But the thing I will say about Russell is he really benefits from having a great team around him. If you put any other quarterback in that situation where they throw four interceptions, seventy yards. Their teams would probably be getting blown out. But for the simple fact that he can rely on Beast Mode, who I personally feel was the savior on that game in the second half. Yards, oh, yeah. yes, I believe he was the savior um, of that because second Because of their pedestrian receivers. <laughs> we can get to that later, yeah. but yeah, keep going. But, um, you know, he, you know, their defense kept it clear. Just think about it. They had, uh, Green Bay had two, what, fourth and goals um, yep. stand, yeah. stands up where they in just couldn't In that first quarter, goal. they should have scored yeah. in both of those drives. Yeah. So, you know, between Seattle's defense and uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch just erupting, I feel Russell was blessed that, you know, he can even have a bad game and his team around him is so good they can keep him in it. And there's not another, a lot of, 
quarterbacks that have that benefit or privilege in the league to where right. they can play horrible and their teams will still you know, um, keep them good. But but still, hats off to Russell. I mean, he made the plays in overtime and, um, the, you know, the, uh, the pass yeah, to Curse. That, that and that game-winning made, touchdown yeah. throw was yeah. just... To add to what you were just saying, I think that a lot of that, maybe not all of it, but a lot of that comes even from higher from Pete Carroll. Like, his oh, yeah. attitude and charisma and what he's done for those players to make them a team... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that attitude is what makes games like this happen. Yeah. I yeah. love well, Carroll versus Belichick for this game, too, especially yeah. since Carroll used to be over there. Yeah, he I think. With the Patriots back in the day. Yeah. He was like the coach right before Belichick went there, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. He was there for, what, a, yeah. After right. Carroll, it was yeah. Belichick. You were going to say yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah no, was I was Belichick thinking of Belichick and the Jets, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, the two top coaches in the NFL right now going head-to-head. I mean, you saw the play calling in that Seattle game when they had that fake punt to the linebacker who scored the touchdown. <laughs> like, that was crazy. But it's so funny because you saw the play last week, Edelman's throw in the Patriots game. So they yeah. both got trickery. Yeah. Like, they right. both, like everyone why... was really making a big deal out of that this week with yeah. the Patriots. And, you know, I'm not a Patriots fan. But they did something yeah. Yeah. Know, as cool. Yeah. They had know, the as... same type of you know, ineligible, eligible receivers that they did in the previous week right. that they did in this week, too. And we can talk more about that later. But, um, but yeah, I I agree with what you were saying, both you, Kevin, and Thaddeus, that, you know, Marshawn Lynch was really the, the savior for that team because Deion Sanders called Jermaine Curse and uh, Doug Baldwin and, and all those guys pedestrian receivers. Ooh. And so, because if you think about it, Deion can do that. They are. I mean, none of those <laughs> guys. They're not big guy. They're not big name guys. Like you don't have a, a Rob, Rob Gronkowski. You don't have. I mean, even Edelman's not really like a big name guy. But you can go. You know, he's been making plays. Randall. You don't have a Randall Cobb. You don't have a Jordy Nelson type big play wide receiver, well known mm-hmm. guy on that team. You know, they're all kind of. You know, not mediocre. Pedestrian. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a great. <laughs> word for them, I guess. But so after the game, um, I think it was Jermaine Curse in his uh, interview was like, "Yeah, yeah, we pedestrian, huh, Dion? Oh, we just I, yeah, we just I, we go into the Super Bowl, but we just I like went off because yeah. he was so pissed. That's yeah, awesome. Um, and Dion would have been like, "Yeah, you you still are, you still no, are, right. yeah. still I'm pretty sure that's the way he responded I mean, because if you saw. Yes, the game-winning touchdown was to Curse, and but every other interception that got thrown yeah, was Yeah, one was off his hands. To curse. And, yeah, it bounced right off his yeah. hands and then into the... Right. But, you know, to, I guess to Dion's defense, yesterday, you know, the Seahawks really did play a crappy game. I mean, the better team was Green Bay yesterday for anyone that saw. Well, yes and, and no, but and, they kept them to not getting touchdowns. Like, the, yeah, that's, score, if that the is true. score was like... 28 to 0. Maybe Russell Wilson, maybe that he would have lost his, you know right. what I mean? Maybe they would have lost mm-hmm. that mojo or momentum or, you know, able to come back out of it and win. Mm-hmm. So they well, I don't agree. Well, that I'll say this their that. offense was definitely, uh, or the passing offense, excuse me, the receivers' quarterback they were lacking, was, was yeah, lacking. But the D was, but, do you want to hear a completely different situation? A crazy stat. Yeah. Yes. With four minutes left in the game, the odds of Seattle winning were 3.9%. Where do they come up with these stats from? Like, I don't wow. know. My, my producer told us at work last night. But the but, funny but, thing but, is, hold on, time out. They did not do it without help, though, because the odds of, of somebody on the onside team missing a ball that comes right through their hands is yeah. probably 1% that someone would miss that. Well, because so, he was supposed 1. to block. I know, 0.1. Jordy Nelson was right behind him. Would have and we're talking about Brendan, Brendan Bostick. Yes. Uh, Bostick was supposed to block yes. that yes. Uh, player right in front of him. Instead, he goes up to try and catch it. Just right off and the face. That's what I wanted there's to, algorithms of this stuff, guys. That's what I want to ask you guys. Is It seems like there's been... Okay, so in the uh, Cowboys-Lions game, that call where they pass didn't call pass interference and the Cowboys ended up winning. Then the Cowboys-Packers game where they didn't... Uh, or they the called... Un, you know, they reversed the catch on Des Bryant and the Packers ended up winning. Then this... Not that this was a call, but just like a silly play. It seems like there's... What like one mm-hmm. game turning moment yeah. in every one of these games that have been close that just if it weren't for that one call or that one kind of bonehead play, but again it, we, the odd the you yeah. know result would have been different. And I think we all just go back to the same like 
with those calls, we were all like, yeah, but they could have played better, but they could have done right. this. So I feel like it's got to be the same. But as you were talking about that, it made me think of something. I think the Dallas Cowboys would have beat the Seattle Seahawks that showed up for the game Oh, yesterday. 100%. I agree, too. I do agree. I, I, because they have yeah. Des Bryant. Des Bryant was owning Richard I mean, Sherman they, when they played they earlier in the season. All, okay. They would have capitalized on all those turnovers. Sherman. Speaking of Richard Sherman, let's talk about the fact that Aaron Rodgers didn't go towards his side at all once he injured himself. Why right, not in the beginning? Expose, in the beginning why not expose yeah. that injury and yeah. force him to tackle? Yeah, because that also made Richard, no sense to me. I agree because Richard was lined up against Jordy too, who was their playmaker receiver, and I I don't know why Rodgers didn't take a shot. It was obvious. His, it was, was like his arm was in an invisible sling out there. And, yeah. and was, did we know what happened? Do we know that? Yeah, he was well, on a tackle. He's They're getting an MRI. About it was like or something. a tendon or something, like not a yeah. tear, but like a hyperextension or something. Uh, when you're on the field, stuff goes on. Guys fake injuries on the field all right, the time. So they do, what, it bait people in the stuff all the time. So, so who I, knows what he was thinking? Like he's because the Sherman was really that injured. I don't. Think his staff would have cleared him to go back in the game if he was if it was really broken or something like that. Well, it wasn't broken; it was just like nerve damage or something. But that's what Terrell Davis was saying today. He's like, "Oh, I would have found out if he was faking it." Exactly. You know, like exactly. And 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 Lavar even said, who was on our show last week, he said, "Big up, why not put." Someone like Corliss on on Richard Will, or uh, Richard Sherman, who's a bigger receiver, mm-hmm. have Jordy Nelson block and put Corliss on him and and try to expose that injury. Mm-hmm. That gives it, him a lot of respect. I was really surprised that they didn't even try to go yeah. towards him with that. Well, I think you know since when Richard had that first interception in the first quarter in the end zone, I think that may have shook Rodgers up. Even despite the fact that he was injured, mm-hmm. Rodgers may still have been thinking in his head, "Man, this guy can do anything." So yeah, but there's there, yeah. Besides that, you got to think about the whole the defense as a whole. The defense as a whole coming off of the week before the Cowboys, they're they're so their defense is so much more dynamic. That I think just as the game went on, there were some things going on schematically that just kind of shook the whole game. But up you got to realize, yeah. Earl Thomas was injured too. Their Pro Bowl free safety. Yeah, and uh, you got him and Richard Sherman, which is one half of Legion of Boom, which is injured. He should have been attacking that last yeah. quarter, yeah. especially on that last drive. You know, he should have been attacking. And I, I just don't. I don't know if it was his cat. I don't know what to, to blame it on. But yeah. it just. It, I, I agree. He, I would have been going at like like Terrell uh, Terrell said. I would have tested to see if Richard was really injured. Right. Well, well, but maybe he thought that even him at 50% or whatever percentage was still too dangerous. Still, yeah, yeah exactly. and, I, and a lot of people... Which is a lot of respect to give somebody. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of respect. respect. <laughs> a lot of people say Richard Sherman at like 75 70% is still going to be better than mm-hmm. half the corners in the league that are 100, at 100%. Right. Just so like you're saw. still not going to like... Do you want to go ahead and test him? Yeah. Do you want to test him? Do you want to test it? Do you really want to test him? And do you really want to test <laughs> you him? You tell us that. I don't know. Yeah. Do you really want to? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a standout quarterback. Probably the MVP this year, too. And he didn't want to do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> speaking know. of Aaron Rodgers, he played so well. You would have never known he was injured until he had to make that, that run. That run. Yeah. And yes. you and saw was- him... Like I was like, wow, he's really hurt. Yeah. But you would have never known before that. He played so well. Right. And yeah, Aaron's it was, the man. It was it was He's gonna pump you up. Yeah, but he doesn't nice even say it with that much like <laughs> it, that commercial bugs me though, because he's so just like, I'm gonna pump you up. You know, I just, like those just two guys so, are like, just so annoying in there. Pons and they, oh, yeah, it's, it's from Saturday Night Live. Know, you never seen that skit? I, it's, Pons and it's still not that funny to me. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. Well, really that's you don't you know never old school Saturday Night Live. I know funny, and that's not that funny to me. I would you're not have familiar to disagree with the, skit, with the fact that yeah. you know funny, Kevin. Yeah, they got oh, defensive over man. there. I'm no more talking about. I don't know. He knows funny. He knows funny. Bad. Funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so hilarious. Speaking of funny. Steph, since when are you backing him up? Because I, I didn't do anything wrong. You know? I'm, because the 49ers didn't go anywhere this year. Like, they're supposed now to. he has nothing to say. It's great. I really, I, I mean, I admit. Yeah, we have a whole show I know. without saying the 49ers. Dang, exactly. I know. We almost did. Because last week, of course, I don't have, have much Jet stuff. Up, except we, later when we talk about the Patriots there's, cheating there's, again, how they stole the videos for us. <laughs> No, we'll just get into that later. Spygate. So, so okay, let's talk about the end, the end of that game. Yes. Uh, where Ha Ha Clinton Dix, who had an 
exceptional game until the end of that game, until that stupid two-point conversion where he just stood there. I don't think he was... He didn't know the ball was snapped. And and they asked... I think they asked Russell Wilson in his post-game interview if you had... Ten more. If you had ten chances to throw that ball, would you be able to make it? Or a hundred chances, something like that. Would you be able to make that throw again? And he's like, no. And that was just a ridiculously lucky throw. And they, you know, haha, Clint Dix just. He made it once. He could do it again. I'll just say this: from watching just that last dry play out from the bounced, you know, uh, outside kick to that crazy throw, I, it, it was funny. I was reading tweets like from you know some of the NFL analysts, and one of them put. Um, if there's a God, he must love the Seahawks because I have no way to explain what yeah. I just saw. And yeah. I, I kind of have to say the same thing. I mean, and just not to take anything away from the Seahawks. Not to take anything away from them. Yes. But it was really, they got a lot of luck on their side in that game. I no, mean, that was it a was lot of luck. So fun. It was an amazing game. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of, that's what you want to see. The Patriots game was so boring. I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of stopped watching towards the second, like the, you know, third, fourth quarter, I was just like, all right, it's just boring now when they just completely blow people out. You want to see that where they're fighting, they go into overtime, and that game-winning throw by Russell Wilson, it was like, there was such good yeah. coverage. Whoever, whoever that defender was from Green Bay, he was, was cut. he did his best, he did the best <laughs> thing no he could. Coverage, you could yeah. not have covered yeah, no, any he better. Blanketed, he blanketed him. Yeah, and he could have. He could have broke up the pass. Okay, and but, I'm sure that's what he's thinking. Right. And I'm sure that's what other players are thinking. I would have broke that right, up. Right, but you can't just you know? be, like, what we're saying is watching it, there was like, of course, he, he, he was on him. He no, did he, well. He was, he was great. Yeah. It was great coverage. Yeah, he, it was he just a, a great catch. He it gloved was, him up. And it, the, the pass was right there. Right. right. Was, I mean, yeah. It was, it was a pretty ballsy pass, too. I was shocked when he first threw it. I'm like, what are you doing? That oh pass my. was like, perfect. He was going for the win. Yeah, it was. So you got to give the Seahawks credit, even though I did want the Packers to win. Um, they played great. They came from behind. You know, their first half was not good at all. They cannot afford to play like that against the Patriots, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, they definitely fought back. And, and they held Aaron Rodgers to, what, 178 passing yards or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Like, really, he didn't have a lot of yards passing. Well, I think, I think Green Bay overall was playing really conservative. And you saw that once, you know, with their two fourth and go. You know, what they could have went for it the first one. I think it was like fourth and inches. And they mm-hmm. elected. But, I mean, I just think that their play calling was very conservative, especially yeah. once they got it. And, you know, I, I question McCarthy because he's a great coach, too. I'm, but they, I feel that in the end... I think uh, playing too conservative is what cost them the, the football game. I think, you know, especially on the road in a game like that, those fourth and goals, you have to go for it. I mean, yeah. you you have to expect the other team to come back like they in did. In the playoffs. Yeah. But I've in been saying playoffs, this all yeah. season. You establish the r- strong run game. Yeah. You have a strong defense. You're going to pretty much How beat How much did Lacey run for that game? Not nearly as much as Marshawn, obviously. But yeah. 73 yards. Yeah, they so couldn't wasn't really get him terrible, going too but much. Yeah. But, it um, wasn't even half of what. It was about, it was about half of what. Well, I mean, Lynch is just yeah. beast. I mean. And we've got to give props. <laughs> well, there you go. We've got to get a little, give a little props to Mason Crosby. He was, yeah. he did everything he could have yeah, as far as field goals. I think it was four field goals. Five. Yeah, and that really long one to tie up the game. Exactly, forty-eight, forty-nine yarder. Yeah, which I, mean, I can't imagine. Like, I mean, people give kickers. Points. People give kickers crap all the time, but imagine being under pressure and mm-hmm. playing at Century Link with the how loud that was, making mm-hmm. that clutch field goal like if you miss this the game's over yeah i mean you got to give him props but so let's move over to the second yeah, game uh again. the patriots uh, there's not much to talk about yeah, there no. really, really there's, <laughs> we'll, we'll go we'll just quickly mention it so we can get into what our preview of the super bowl which i think is going to be more interesting obviously so i mean we i don't think anyone expected the colts to only put up one touchdown no. um and nor did we expect the patriots to just unleash and go off like that. I mean, I thought there was a chance that they would beat them pretty handily, but not 45-7. to seven. So, um... The Garrett Blunt, baby. Yeah. He unleashed the, I don't know, Blunt Force they called it. Yeah, exactly. He really came, he came with it. And I really think he has a lot to prove, especially with, you yeah. know, what he dealt with earlier this season. So, mm-hmm. he came in there with he was his, a man on a mission. His mind on his money and his money on the money, his money on his mind yeah. kind of situation. Type of deal. And does anyone know? Um, Snoop Dogg so, reference. You know, Trent Richardson sat out, and according to the injury reports, it was for personal reasons. I tried looking up, you know, more information about it. I meant to ask somebody at work last night, but I couldn't find out why. But 
I mean, that I think that was a really crucial missing part of the Colts' offense there, their ground game, you know, in missing Richardson. And, and for personal reasons, like... That's fishy. That's, right? That, Doesn't that, that smells seem real weird? fishy. Something maybe going on behind the scenes we don't know well, about. Did he didn't even make the trip, the though, right? Yeah. Did he? I think he was there. Maybe something's going on. If, you guys, didn't if any of you know, let us know, please. Like, yeah, something's. You know, I mean, leave us in the if it's personal reasons, it may have something to do with his family. Anything yeah, could be I going like on. But some- I mean, I, I can't. I shouldn't say that. Family's not important, but your but, AFC but, championship. But this is, yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's a dire emergency, you have to be there. Someone's, you know, gonna pass away or something like that. Yes, okay, I get it, but. I mean, it's got to be like really major. I would think to miss. So it, it so, probably is. If it's personal reasons, then it's the, the births of their children for games yeah. like these. Yeah. It's, it's a conference. You know. It's a conference uh, championship game, yeah. and he can't make it for personal reasons. It has to be something serious. That's, yeah. I, it may not be family. It may be something else going on behind. It's it something serious. Yeah. So no, no, no one in their career is going to miss a game like this for personal reasons, unless it's something serious. And I'm sure it's going to come out later. And it's crazy. Yeah, that's going to say it's crazy. How it hasn't come out yet, or somebody hasn't, especially this day and age with social media and stuff, that nobody has commented on it. Right. There was that, an article on um, ESPN about it. I just don't remember what it said. So what did you guys say? Like, I, I'm pretty sure he didn't make the trip. I could really? totally wow. be wrong, but I feel like... Well, if he didn't make the trip, it's definitely something... Yeah, like, something like, criminal, Because why would too, it be... Per- you never like, know. That seems super weird that it's a personal reason yeah. so you're going to go sit on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. That seems... Um, mm. Let's talk about fantasy it sports guru. If you know, send tell us. Yeah, he I, I he knows everything. Fantasy stats. Guru. <laughs> Thank you. I said fantasy sport. Sorry, uh, fantasy. Let's give. I like to give him a shout out because did you guys see what he said? He's like, now time to make Kevin look bad statistically or something like that. Time <laughs> to make you look statistically so incorrect. Funny. I was just like, oh, that is great because he just threw out all these. He had, <laughs> I, I yeah, no, he didn't go. Trent Richardson of the Indianapolis Colts doesn't travel for AFC Championship game against New England Patriots. He didn't go. And it doesn't say why? Uh, I'm going to open it up. Anyways, Fantasy Stats Guru, wherever you get your stats. Fantasy Stats Guru. I mean, guru. he comes up with the, the greatest yes. stuff that I'm just like, what? That's awesome. Even if his stats make my predictions look bad or my prediction yeah. winning percentage look <laughs> no, bad, he say, still is great at it. They just really say family out. reasons. But I don't think that huh. he wasn't active the game before, wasn't he? he yeah, because I don't remember seeing him the game. So either. it was like, maybe it's something. It's something fishy going on there. Anyways, I don't think he would have been able to help that much. No. Uh, you know, the you Colts. never know. The Colts. Okay. It's just we're not the same team that we saw these in the wild card in the divisional round. They might um, have had now let me ask points. you this: How much of that do you think the alleged de- uh, deflated balls had to do with it? I don't think it had anything to do with it. Honestly, I, I was talking to somebody else at work today too about that. I'm like, and he he's a Colts fan. He's like, the Colts would have known, like they would have felt, felt if the, it was a deflated well, I ball. They were saying you that know? they were using different balls because they specifically said it was the balls that Brady were use was using was deflated. Oh, so they the were advantage. bringing back regular balls for luck, and they were he was because doesn't every team yeah. use their own ball when they go out yeah. there? They have um, their own people that bring out hmm. the balls. Well, I don't know. Then they, you know what dun, I dun, think dun. about it, and again, like I'm just saying this in general. I think that ball something. Gates. Ballgate. I think that's something. The if that really was the case, and I'm not saying it's the case. Brady and the Patriots annihilated the Colts, hands down. Got it. But if that's really the case, the penalty for it. If they think that something is making the ball easier to catch, easier to handle on the field, giving them the advantage, the penalty. $25,000 fine. So it's like you can cheat to get in the Super Bowl, that's and it? all you're going to get is it's a $25,000 fine. Because think how much more and money they the team's going to make. It could affect their like, draft pick or something. But it's like, that seems, you're still going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. that seems a little... 25 yeah. grand, that's it? But yeah, because they cause said they're looking uh, into it. Fine, they made yeah. the NFL released a statement saying they're looking yeah. into yeah. it. And, dun, I dun, think dun. What, and, and again, I know that you might have walked away, but I think what triggered it was when the ref changed the ball out. Like, there was a shot. I don't know if you guys remember watching it, but there was a shot where you saw them. It was, like, just taking time, and it wasn't, like, a TV timeout or anything like Mm -hmm. that, but there was a shot. They switched the ball, and you actually saw the guy on the sideline with, like, the zipped-up case of balls reach for a ball and get a new ball. Mm -hmm. And they said that the refs are supposed to know, because there's very specifics of what the ball is supposed to weigh, and they should be able to tell by picking up the ball that it's a different, that it's not the correct Yeah, you can weight. definitely tell. So they said that when they picked up that ball, that's why the refs switched the ball out. That's what allegedly happened. I'm not saying that's mm. what happened. I'm not trying to patriot hate. 
whatever, but well, that's apparently you know, what they're investigating. Is that they were only fined twenty five thousand for that, but with Spygate, they got I think that was the highest fine ever. They got two hundred and fifty thousand or something ridiculous Ooh. with that. But when you think about it, always a cheater. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I hate to say it. I know this is like sounds crazy, but if you really think about it, that's probably not that big of a deal to a team that makes millions of dollars. They don't care about the fine. You know what I mean? So, but it's like, it is yeah. crazy because you know why is it? And I ask you guys this because I know that I'm a Jets fan, so I might have a different opinion. True. But I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, seventy five percent of fans. Don't like Tom Brady. They think he's he gets the pretty boy. He get the, he gets all this stuff. Why is do it they call him pretty boy? Because the way he acts. Because How does he act? Who you he's know, married to? I, I wanted to does say he have something. A hot wife? He's no. A pretty boy. no, no, no. I but wanted I, to say something. A lot of people have this opinion of him, and I'm not uh-huh. just saying me. Like I was up in Lake Tahoe. It's the Uggs campaign. Maybe it's that. But <laughs> people call them the cheaters. People call him pretty boy, and it's well, like what? there's other quarterbacks that are really, really good that people don't accuse of cheating. People don't. So why is the why does this happen around the mm-hmm. Patriots? Well, remember what Lavar said last week about how people may be like, well, he has it all. He's got this hot wife. He's got but you know Aaron kids. Rogers he's has got. It all. He's got you know. He's a Super Bowl winner, three-time Super Bowl winner. He's you know good looking. He's got all you know. The people may think, well, he just has it all. Like that's my. That's why they might not so they like. Want to hate on him because of the right. fact that. And today, go figure. I was doing social media at work, and on our Twitter account, someone tweeted something about like. It's not fair. Tom Brady has it all. Like he shouldn't be in the Super Bowl. He's See, got a hot wife dumb. and that's just a great stupid. Yeah, yeah. And it that's, was like that's dumb. and and so that's I think a lot of people might think that and yeah. that might that might <laughs> but we fuel don't think that about dislike, other people. But that might fuel their dislike for him. Oh, but look yeah. at Aaron Rodgers. He's going to get MVP. He's dating Olivia Munn. He's got it going on pretty well too. Right. Like, but but look people at don't hate him. Yeah, but look at but he's crippled any well, other so but even any other any other quarterback in the league. Um, Tony Romo used to have the hot chick. No, yeah. he's got a, he's got a hot yeah, wife. Boy, yeah, people, now he's but Tony Romo's him. not good looking. Yeah, people hate Tony Romo. Not, Are you kidding I, me? I mean, got, yes, they hate him, but <laughs> not the same not the same feelings that they have towards Tom Brady. Yeah, it's a I, different. No, Jay I know what has you mean. I, Jay Cutler, mm-hmm. he's the richest person but in the he's NFL. Not good he looking. has a hot wife. He, I, be, he's I not think good he, looking. Yeah, but he's not ugly. He didn't fall out of the ugly tree. I don't think so. I think he looks a little. I think he's handsome. Now, you but know what? People could say that. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, for that peak point, people could say that. But I guess he's not good. He's not winning. Right. Yeah, he's not winning. No, I, I get yeah. where you're coming from, Steph, and I agree with you that a lot of people do feel that right. way about Tom Brady and the Patriots. Um, My only thing about Brady is sometimes the, the I feel. The tuck he, rule, he, I mean, there's a lot the t- of stuff that feel, happened around. I, 13 years ago today was Tuck Rule. That was true. Yeah. Against the Raiders. Yeah. But, um. Tuck gate. Yeah, Tuck gate. There <laughs> tuck you go. Tuck gate, spy gate, bowl gate, deflate gate. Deflate gate. I, I don't know. Like, that's a triple gate. Listen, at the end of the day, Tom Brady is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played the game. All the other stuff is just nonsense. That's like you go watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, like this. This is not I agree stupid with stuff. you. No, I don't watch that. But um, what no, I'm just saying to like to like to even entertain that stuff is like, dude, you really want to like revel in that? Like, go watch the reality. There's some validity to it. The Tuck Rule, Spygate. Like, there is some stuff that happened regarding that team that created that Kardashian. Like, I mean, that's a terrible analogy. But you know what I mean? There is. But then again, people didn't just create this. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. For me, for me. Probably. That's almost like yeah. Reggie Bush losing his Heisman based on whatever was going on with the whole NCAA thing. His family had a house in his San Diego. That, that was being does paid not, for. All the, and all the players know that does not negate what he did between those oh, lines. Yep. Right, so all this controversy around Tom Brady does not him. negate no, 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 no. what his, Bush what his also ability was and accomplishments are. You mean he like there's yeah. still, but still, <laughs> way to, to bring it back day, to the Kardashians. That's what I'm saying. Like this day and age, people still don't despise Reggie Bush. There's yeah. not as much drama and talk about him. Well, and he's, he's still pretty good. He's also not winning as much as Brady. But, right. Yeah. But I'm just it, saying. I just The only thing I can say that, that there's validity to Brady in regards to the cheating, the, those scandals and stuff, which is not him, really. That's more of this team. But the thing about Brady that you will hear a lot of people say it is his team. Is it's that, not really him. It's his team. Well, yeah. yeah. But a lot of, as far as Brady directly, I'll hear a lot of people say. I've even heard NFL analysts say this about Brady that sometimes he needs to take his skirt off and play football because he's all he complains a lot about calls in the night. He gets the most roughing the passer calls and things of that sort or illegal hits, whatever it is, towards 
him more than anyone else, and he's always complaining. And I think I think um, if you, I, I think Tom Brady doesn't exude the toughness that other quarterbacks have. To me personally, I don't think he's that tough a quarterback. Right, like but he, but my whole point was is do you think that these things like the tuck rule, these things like Spygate, do you think these th- like if you think, if Tom Brady was playing for Green Bay, would people hate Tom Brady as much? I'm saying is it Tom Brady and the Patriots together as one? No, I mean, well, you know what I mean? they're like, kind the, of does that synonymous. Paint I mean, the picture for him to be on top of all that. He's got to be the winning quarterback. Well, I mean, well, they cheated, if, so that's why he's got to be so good. Like, do people think that? I'm just curious. If you have a listen, you're already the quarterback, so you're already a target. Right. But he's even a bigger target, based on what he's accomplished and whatever. Blah, and who blah, he's blah. married to, and all that. Is. You're right. And so then his team cheated. And, and the fact that he's allegedly, r- regard, yeah, well, regardless past, of whatever, he has. This huge target. He's even a bigger target than the average quarterback. Right. Okay, he had a knee injury, correct? Right? Didn't he have like a... Oh, did he, see, that did was he, in 2008. But that's what I'm saying. Would he be no, just right, the biggest target on a different team? Yeah, because I think y- Yeah, his, I think so. It's his... Yeah, the way that he plays. The way that he, you know, as Kevin said, he complains at, a, at every call and stuff like that. I don't think it would have mattered what team he's on. I think it just maybe fuels the, the fire. fire. Right, that's that what I'm saying. It, it fuels the, it. The pa- yeah. Patriots have done all this stuff in the past and whatnot. I mean, at the end of the day, when you complain enough, you and, and you're a marquee Squeaky guy... Squeaky gets the oil. Listen, yeah, and a lot of guys... Complain. A lot of guys complain, but they complain beyond their pay grade, so to speak. Or they're not marquee enough to right. complain to get the calls. Right. You know, you have a guy like this who's a marquee player that has the reputation that he's he has. Get the calls. And he's accomplished a lot of the, what he's accomplished. He's going to get the call. Yeah. You know, a lot of players in every sport have complained, and the best players get the calls that they want. Look at Jordan. His last, Jordan complained his, last his of years. ass off. Yeah. And he got calls that he wanted to get because he Kobe was Jordan. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kobe too. So, I mean, it's just, that's just part of the game. That's part of the sports. Like, yeah. they, they figure, like, okay, well, he knows the game. This guy is one of the best to ever do it. So, I might, I'm going to give him the call. I'll give it to you next time, Tom. Okay, okay, I got you, Tom. Ne- next time. This other guy who's not quite as whatever is like, like, shut up, get back over there. Before, it's before like you, they yell at the refs to get yeah. their it is. psyche it's, it's so all, that the next call the that's like on the line, they're like, well, the last one. It's yeah. like it's like it's like talking crap to players and getting in their heads. Like you know, refs are right. they're still human beings, so they still absorb right. things that are you know being told to them or whatever by players, and it affects the game. It definitely affects the game. And if you see games lopsided because the player is talking crap or he's you know talking to the refs and he's in their ear jibber jabbering in their ear, yeah, it's going to definitely affect the game. Well, yeah, I mean, just that. Just realize, you know, with any sport, particularly football, if you're the quarterback, you're already going to get scrutinized. But if you're a winning quarterback, historically, that is always winning, you're going to be scrutinized more than pretty much anyone else out there. So, you know. And also, not to cut you off, but remember that the league had this big thing where they're coming down and finding guys for, okay, no helmet to helmet contact. And this, you know, the, the, the NFL has turned quarterbacks into pansies anyway. And I just think maybe Brady capitalized on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think yeah, about still, it. It's a, a rule now. It's a rule now. It's a rule that the but NFL is now pushing and imposing. And now Tom Brady is just like, you know, you're supposed to. You know, you're supposed to call that, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not supposed to do that, right? See, what are you, you doing? Make that call. Like, That's part of the rule book. That's the rule like Cam Newton complaining when he's getting hit. Right. He but gets Cam right back Newton's up. He's not that type of player. He's not that type he's of player. He's not a pocket passer. So what's so what's acceptable for that player? They're not going to call. Right. So no, let's let's move on and I talk about getting all those calls. Our predictions no for the Super Bowl. <laughs> luck has no luck. <laughs> luck has no luck. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. So I love Tom Brady this, and his hot wife. Have, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she is pretty hot. Um, we have the Pro Bowl <sighs> this weekend. Who uh, I just saw the today what? that Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. What is that again? Okay, I don't know what you're trying to do. All right, go ahead. So the Pro Bowl is Anyways, um, I saw Anyways, that. Anyways, in case anyone doesn't know, the Pro Bowl is one of the least watched um, all-star games of all it the It doesn't matter. Sports. I was just making a, yeah. a comment that the irrelevant. Pro Bowl is this it's, weekend, you know, and next weekend yeah. after that is real, the Super Bowl. Real quick, though. Have you ever been to the Pro Bowl? Uh, no, it's always been in Hawaii. So Yeah, I've been. It's kind of one of the most fun things to ever go to, just P.S., because you have people there from every team wearing every jersey. The players are having fun. Like, it, I mean, maybe on TV it's irrelevant because people, there's no winner and there's no, like, rah, and no rah, one really rah, plays hard. No one tackles, no, yeah. Like, stuff, but to experience it, and then you're in, on top of it, you're in Hawaii, it's kind of awesome. Yeah, well, The thing I've never liked about the Pro Bowl, sorry, not to get you off. 
But the one thing I don't like about the Pro Bowl is how it's right before the Super Bowl and there's some guys in the Super Bowl that. Well, well no, they, Matt they used Ryan to have like No, remember Matt they used Ryan to have to after, after the Super Bowl. Yeah. But Matt they Ryan it to replaced it Tom Brady. Yeah, but they they changed it before the Super Bowl to get more viewership because leading up to the Super Bowl they figured that would bring more of a fan base to watch it right. because having it afterwards fans really weren't tuning in anyway. Right. But I don't think it's really helped moving it before the Super Bowl. I don't know. Anyways, so we have like we said the Seahawks and the Patriots, which is you know young quarterback versus veteran, young or not young but newer NFL coach to veteran champion NFL coach. I mean, we've got a lot of great matchups here. Um, so let's get your prediction as well as, you know, we can talk a little bit about why you think whoever you pick is going to win and, you know, the matchups, whatever. Let's, let's chat a little bit about that. We can start with you, Steph. I always have to go first. Fine, fine. We'll start with Thaddeus. Okay. <sighs> well... <laughs> Or I mean, I'll go first. I think it'll be. It will definitely. want to go. It'll. It'll definitely be a good game, and Tom Brady just might have a Peyton Manning Super Bowl like last year. Oh, you think so? He just might. So you're going Seahawks. This is a tough. This is really. This is really a tough call. But I'm. I'm leaning. I'm like fifty-five, forty-five. You gotta pick one. Yeah, I'm like fifty-five, forty-five Seahawks. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going Patriots. I. Think that yes, uh, you know, at home it would have I would have leaned more towards choosing the Seahawks, but on neutral ground, I feel like I can count out. more on Tom Brady and his supporting cast than I can on Russell Wilson and his supporting cast. I just feel like the Patriots are they want it more. I I don't know. Not that the Seahawks don't want it, but I just feel like Belich. I mean. Bill Belichick, regardless if you like him or not, is going to go down in history as one of, if not the best coaches of all time. You see his crazy play calling and these ineligible, eligible receivers like we talked about. Um, you know, just things that the Edelman, you know, fake pass, right. stuff like that, that, you know, he's always changing stuff up. He's always, like... That they were saying that that whole that whole ineligible eligible receiver thing is going to be like looked at because he's uh, everyone's saying like well is that even like, like he's cheating again yeah the, well not that <laughs> he's cheating but they're like they just have just it's kidding. never been done before the way that he's done it and so they're like you know there's all these questions surrounding it like well everyone's just so confused because but it's like that just goes to show you what a great coaching he's mind he is. Out of he's the box. just exactly he's trying to do anything and everything to, to you know to win s- to win and to, to confuse you know the other players and whatnot and but then to Pete Carroll and the Seahawks testament they do similar stuff so I think it's going to be a really really good matchup but I just want to I, I put my hat behind or hat on whatever Tom Brady for this one and uh, I'm going with the Pats what about you Kevin um. Uh, well, first things first, you got to realize Brady and Belichick have lost the last two times they've been to the Super Bowl. So they're. Doing- I highly doubt they're going to lose three times in a row. Well, not consecutively years, but just the last three times. I highly doubt they'll lose three. So, with that being said. I'm going to give the Patriots the edge. Also because we don't know yet um, the injuries to Earl Thomas and um, I think they're Richard getting MRIs. Richard yeah. Earl Thomas, and, because that's the Legion of Boom. And the thing is, if they're injured, then then that's Brady huge, can go to work on that secondary. Mm, yeah. And that's going to play a huge role. So I'm going to give – I think the Seahawks are great. I mean, if everyone's healthy, I still think that they are the better team. But I just feel that the Patriots are a lot more hungrier this year, partly because they run the last two and also because – you know, how many more times will Brady be able to go back, you know, to the Super Bowl in the, in the final few years of his career? Come on, English teacher. Well, just, to, just to capitalize on what you're more saying, hungrier. Kevin. Absolutely. Just to capitalize on what you're saying, I think the Seahawks will feel like beating the Patriots and such a dynasty-esque team is, gonna, is going to stamp them not being the fluke of the Super Bowl winning last year and, like, stamping them as a solid champion. Well, first of all, you got to realize, yeah. honestly, the Seahawks shouldn't even be in the Super Bowl this year. Well, how are they? Uh, uh, God loves the Seahawks. Yeah. So, anyway, Okay, but um, you're talking about a team that won the Super Bowl last year. They did. This is not like this team came out of nowhere. It's not like the Panthers yeah. are going. R- right. Yeah. So, they, they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> These are the defending champions. Yeah. And they made it back. I agree. And, and regardless of how they got there, they found a way 
to make it back to the championship. Absolutely. Okay, so you kind of got to give them that much respect where you say, well... No, 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 no. I said I said, I think they're the better team. I, if, right. you, if you just If you look at both of them and the Patriots, I said I think the Seahawks are the better team. I just feel... So if the Seahawks do end up winning, I wouldn't be shocked at that. Right. I, but I just feel that the Patriots are more hungrier, and I feel that they're due to win. I, I cannot see Belichick and Brady losing three straight in the Super Bowl. I just right. can't That's see that happening. Yeah, statistically speaking, yeah. it's best on the numbers. Yeah, that makes sense. I just really can't see that. All right, Steph, you've had plenty of time to mull it over here. No, I, like, I don't even want to pick. You got to pick I'm, one. I'm going I'm to pick know, the Seahawks. We, <laughs> I, can't, I just can't. Pick the Patriots. I, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a good game. I hope so. If anything, if it is going to be a blowout, I agree with Thaddeus that it's going to be a blowout on the Seahawks' side. I feel like that would be what happens. I don't think the Seahawks are going to get blown out. I don't know how t- Tom Brady, like, he's he's great. I get it. I don't know how well he'll do against a healthy Seahawks defense. All right, but that's a big question. Right, but you don't know. So in my mind, if they're healthy, I don't think he'll be able to score 45 points on them. And I feel like Russell Wilson is in a place of, like, I got a gift. Like, that last game was a gift, so now I need to get it together, (laughs) and I need to show up for this next game. And I think winning back-to-back Super Bowls is something that fuels them more Mm -hmm. than the third time's a charm for Belichick Brady. So I'm gonna also also another reason why I chose the Seahawks is because I feel like the Seahawks will be able to better establish the run against the Patriots than the Patriots would be able to do yes. against them. And, and that's gonna that's gonna be a Gronk that's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, that's gonna yeah, be a big deal. Yeah, but it's gonna be game. real hard for them to shut down Gronk. I mean, he didn't do. I mean, yeah, he Gronk was is almost, yeah, but if they could shut down, if they could shut down the running game, yeah, he only had like three receptions for twenty yards. He dropped a few passes. If they shut down Legarrette Blunt in the running game, which I feel that they will, I don't think that their running game is going to be half as productive as it was this week. Then they're going to have a tough time. Oh, they still got weapons. They do, oh, no. but they what I'm just saying weapons. they're going to have a much tougher time yeah. not establishing that run. I agree. And well, I believe that the Beast see. is still yes. going to be the Beast and still do his thing. We will see. Yeah, you'll I know. see us in two weeks. I can't weeks. believe the season's yeah. already over. It's crazy, crazy. Speaking of which, but, some of us may be at the Super Bowl reporting yes. for you guys. So uh, stay tuned. It won't be me, <laughs> but it won't be live. Um, <laughs> guys, where can they find you? Um, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph Z. I believe in the lower third right here it says that now. <laughs> Perfect. Our producer just uh, affirmed that. Uh, you can find me also on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Kevin John. Says it right there. You can find me on all social media at Club Thaddeus. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tina Cap. Boom. Boom, chicka boom. So, yes, uh, we didn't even get to mention all of the new coaching hires, too. Gary Kubiak to the Broncos, yeah. John Fox to the Bears. That's next season. Shout me out. Go ahead. Who, I'll let you shout, you shout yourself no, out. No, no. I yeah. want you to be excited no. about my chats. Come on. It's one of the last shows I'm not going to do. Who it. you got? Who you got? Who you got? Who'd you guys I'm get? I'm not doing it. You guys got a. Uh... You guys got like Tim Tebow to coach you or something. Oh, like shut the. <laughs> Come on, Front Steph. Door. <laughs> No. Who'd you guys get again? Be excited for me. I just am excited want, no, for you. I'm very I'm excited. excited. I actually excited. wanted us to get Dan Quinn, but that didn't happen, and it looks like he's going to go to the Falcons. We got Foles. Oh, that's right. I think he's going to do great things for us. We'll see. Yeah, we will. There's a lot of work I can't believe you couldn't even do that. You, yeah. you couldn't even give me that one. Who is the starting quarterback for them going into next year? Us? Geno we'll Smith find still. Out. Hey, I'd rather have Geno Smith than... See you uh, in two weeks, guys. James Winston. Oh... I'd rather keep Smith. Peace. From yeah, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. It's both. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.